With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval and check out my podcast Conversations with Unc on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Volume. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. All right, everybody, welcome into the Monday Morning Podcast. This is a unique podcast because Chris Mannix, who we just hired at The Volume, his boxing podcast, of course, he has, you know, 15 years plus in the NBA as well, but the fight just ended. So I spent 49 bucks for it, (laughs) and I scored it. Uh, My first takeaway, Chris, before I bring you on, uh, I had Logan Paul with a flurry at the end of the first round, his best round. Um, I had uh, Floyd's best rounds as round three and round four. Uh, marginal in round five. Then there was a lot of leaning. Logan Paul was obviously fatigued by about the fourth round, maybe the third. But Chris, let, let me start with this. Is I, I think Logan Paul's pretty damn good. Now, obviously, Floyd's 44 years old. Logan Paul looked like uh, Paul Bunyan fighting me. I mean, he's so much bigger and thicker. But my takeaway is Logan Paul can fight. And, and, that I, and Floyd said after. He's better than I thought. I was surprised by the by the legitimacy of it. Were you? Um, a little. You know, one thing Logan did that, <clears throat> excuse me, enabled him to go the distance was use that height and weight to lean on Floyd. Now we see yes. that in boxing a lot with you know heavyweights normally that are the supersized heavyweights going up against smaller heavyweights. Tyson Fury does it a lot. Uh, Logan was able to use that six-inch height advantage, the 35-plus-pound weight advantage, and slow Floyd down. Now, he was never going to win, but in 
doing that, he enabled himself to be able to finish, which for Logan Paul is a massive win. Like look, Logan Paul won tonight. Like Logan Paul is the big winner. He went he's 26 years old. <laughs> a YouTuber who just got in the ring and went the distance with arguably the best boxer of this generation, certainly the biggest boxing star of this generation. So, uh, you know, he acquitted himself as well as he possibly could. Yeah, I mean, I, I my takeaway is he was tired by the start of the fourth. Yeah. Uh, the announcers, I couldn't really tell on my little phone I'm watching on, but um, he can take a punch. He's a big swinger. I mean, he listen. Floyd at 44 is still lightning quick. It's it's a it's you know it's it's that Brady Lebron thing where you're like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. When George Blanda played in his 40s, he looked old. He moved like an old man. Floyd is still so quick. But you know, uh, so you have Logan Paul and his brother, and his brother's going to fight Tyrone uh, Woodley, uh, the UFC guy. And when I was watching Logan tonight. My takeaway was Woodley better be ready. He better train for this. He's a UFC guy. I think these guys move consumers to pay-per-view. Chris, I really do. I think they're here to stay. I mean, I mean am I nuts? No, I think they have some staying power. Um, I think at some point uh, the novelty will wear off largely because they won't have the opponents that are going to move the needle. Like Tyron Woodley for Jake Paul – moves the needle. Now Tyron Woodley is going to get smashed because Jake Paul can actually box a little bit. Like he's yeah. He's got some some skill to him more than Logan has, I think. But if these retired MMA guys want to keep getting in the ring with Jake Paul to try to make a couple of bucks, there will still be a market for it for the foreseeable future. And I'll tell you what, like Logan and Floyd saved in a way that what was a complete bleep show out there. I mean, it's pouring rain in Miami. So you've got fights right. on the undercard being stopped because they got to wipe off the ring apron. The only fight that actually mattered was this middleweight contest between Jared Hurd and Luis Arias. And both these guys are slipping and sliding across the ring while it's right. going on. Um, you know, the, the fact that this, meanwhile, you said you paid 50 bucks for it. I paid 100 because the Showtime app stopped working midway through, and I had to go over to Fanmio, and I tell you what, you go on Twitter and put in Showtime and app, and you're going to see some some angry people out there because that thing failed early on in the pay-per-view. So having Floyd and Logan not be the debacle that you know Ali and the Japanese wrestler was way back in the day right. uh, turned out to be the best thing that could have happened to this show. Yeah, so for those who didn't watch... Uh, Logan Paul acquitted himself. He's just a bigger guy. Um, um, you know, he looked fatigued by the fourth round, but I don't think Mayweather, neither guy hurt each other, although Floyd clearly landed more power punches. That was, I don't have the data in front of me, but Floyd landed far more power punches. But he was so outsized, I thought Floyd just didn't want to get whacked. After about the fifth, I think Floyd knew he won the fight. Sixth, seventh, and eighth, he kind of just hid from him. But what you're telling me, see, you think Woodley's going to get smoked? Yeah, I do. I, I, I don't. I, I there just isn't a crossover, right? Like, and if if Jake Paul went into MMA, he'd get destroyed by Tyrone Woodley. It's just they're combat sports. I just they're just not similar. I, I've seen it too many times go both ways. Do you think Jake is significantly better than Logan? Because Logan tonight surprised me. I, I take him to a different tonight. I looked at Logan and I thought. 
I don't know. This looks kind of legitimate. Um, it's hard to tell with Jake because Jake fought a truly goofy YouTuber in his first fight um, a couple of years ago. He then beat the daylights out of Nate Robinson, and then his last fight, he stomps out Ben. What I can say about Jake is that it seems like he has that that quick twitch more than Logan does. Like, he can throw yes, a right yes. hand. Yeah, he's got yes. that. Whereas Logan's just kind of lumbering and, you know, will we'll try to land one lucky punch. Jake's punches aren't really lucky. They're, you know, I, I know his his trainer, BJ Flores, pretty well. And, you know, I used to work with him on broadcasts at NBC. And BJ's told me all the time, like, there's actual talent there. Not, you know, championship-level talent, but actual talent inside Jake Paul. So I think he's, he's a little better. And because of that, Colin, I don't think we'll see Floyd back again, doing something like this. I mean, it's, it was kind of set up for Floyd to face Jake Paul in the next fight. Jake signed that deal with Showtime, multi-fight deal. He'll fight Woodley in the first one. And the assumption, at least on Showtime's side, was that Mayweather would want to fight Jake, assuming this fight went the way he hoped it would go. It didn't. Like, Mayweather didn't get the fifth, sixth, seventh round knockout that I'm sure he was expecting. And I don't know if he's going to want to get in with Jake, who's as big. Jake's about 190 pounds too, like he's not a small guy. I don't know if he's going to want to get in with Jake Paul and 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 go through the same kind of thing. Unless the money's so huge, unless this pay per view comes back and it's massive, and Jake Paul does a massive pay per view against Tyron Woodley, maybe then. But I think tonight probably dissuaded Floyd from doing something like this against someone like them ever again. Yeah, Chris Mannix. We brought him over at the volume, so I knew I've known Chris for a long time. I first. Uh, identified you um, or discovered you, for me anyway, you, you'd been doing great work for years on the Celtics. And then I brought you on shows I've had. And uh, then I found out, discovered you had a great thirst and knowledge and insight for boxing, you know, gaming. So we feel so incredibly grateful that you were available. So we have brought him over to do a uh, boxing podcast. In fact, he just interviewed his first interview was Floyd Mayweather, um, you, you know, it's really interesting. Before we get to basketball, you've done a really good job. This is very rare. I'm a generalist. You are an expert in the NBA, and then you segue, you pivot into boxing, and you've been embraced by people in boxing. We know that Michael Jordan couldn't hit a baseball. We know Randy Moss and Flo- uh, Roy Jones tried basketball. I can't think of anybody else that is really considered um, – elite in one thing you covered and then you pivot to boxing um i'm i'm just kind of boxing can be very insular if you're an outsider they're not interested it's it's got a little nascar and golf feel to it but you really are are you surprised sometimes that i know you love both i used to work in vegas so i was like 23 covering boxing so it's so glamorous to me and so fun but just your thoughts on your ability to pivot into that. And are you sometimes, is it a pinch me moment that you get to cover two incredible sports? Yeah, it honestly, it is because I don't know which one I prefer at this point because you know, they're, they're both fun in, in different ways. Basketball has been my life since I was a teenager as a ball boy, you know, with the Celtics. So I've been invested in that for a long time, but getting into boxing, you're right. It is kind of insular. And the only way to get into it is kind of how I did, which was throw myself all the way into it. Like I was still throwing myself all the way into basketball, but any free moment I had living in New York city, I'd be going to club shows. I'd be on the phone with, 
every promoter that's out there, getting to know them, and investing as much in covering that sport as I was in covering basketball. You you could still do boxing, but you couldn't get into the weeds, become an analyst, you know, do the 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 nitty gritty part of it, the inside stuff part of it, without really throwing yourself into it and making as many phone calls for that as you do for basketball. But I was willing to do it, and it's it's been a hell of a ride doing this so far. I mean, I still maintain, Colin. You've been to some big fights, like a major fight, Delahoya Mayweather, Mayweather Pacquiao. Those are two of the top on my list. Um, I've been to the UK doing some Anthony Joshua fights. They're great. Better than anything else. Better than Game 7 yep. of the NBA Finals, at least. Yep, yep. So That's one of the few I've gone to. But if you... I, I, I would stack that experience up against any major event experiences out there today. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've said this on my show before. Uh, two or three things that people in their 20s just don't understand. A, how good Al Michaels was on baseball play-by-play. And two how great boxing was when Hearns, Hagler, and Leonard and Duran were in their prime. I had just come out of college. My first job's in Vegas. I was getting free tickets and passes to these and covering it. It's the most fun I've ever had. And and, and you know, and then it went through a, a, a long 20-year period where UFC just was more hyper-aggressive, had a little better leadership, but boxing's absolutely on a comeback. There's fascinating figures, and we love having you. The Colin Coward Podcast, proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel's offering users the chance to play free. No deposit required. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel's offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. It's sweet. Why do you plan FanDuel? Well, the FanDuel Fantasy is an easy, easy-to-use app. You pick a new team every game. You compete for top cash payouts. Compete against your buddies in head-to-head matchups. For new users, FanDuel's offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with their 20% deposit match. Just go to FanDuel.com cowherd. That's it. FanDuel.com cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com cowherd. They know we sent you there. FanDuel, just more ways to win. So you're a sports fan, right? That's why you're listening. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app, free, recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can, one, see the latest picks and articles from the Action Network gambling experts, two, compare odds from different sports books, and three, track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on-and-off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. 
They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, I want to go to the NBA for a couple things. Uh, let, let's, let's start with what I thought was an incredibly discouraging loss for Milwaukee. You know, I was thinking this morning, Chris, as I knew I was going to talk to you, there's certain things you want in the playoffs. Chemistry, well, the Nets don't really have it. Health, Harden gets hurt game one. Coaching experience, head coaching experience, well, they don't really have that either. Rim protection, most most teams that win championships, Miami Heat didn't, but you want somebody that can, a Rudy Gobert, an Embiid, anybody. Yet they're so gifted offensively, they really they really pulled away for the last seven eight minutes of that game, and I thought to myself, "God, that's discouraging for Milwaukee." That I does it does it resonate beyond that? Just the ease in which Brooklyn got good shots. That's my takeaway in Game One of that series. Your thoughts? Yeah, it, it was mine too. Um, and you expect Kyrie to get what he's going to get. You expect. Kevin Durant to get what he's going to get. You don't expect what Blake Griffin have four three pointers in that game, all off open looks. Joe Harris 
shot better than 50% from three in that game. They got some some great contributions from guys uh, off that bench. That that was an opening for Milwaukee. That was a window for them to to get a win against a team that, you know, in the literally the first minute has one of not the biggest part of it ripped away in Harden. I mean, I've maintained Colin that Harden is the most important player for that team because yes. his his willingness from day 1 to embrace a playmaker role more than a scoring role has been invaluable to that team. I mean, this was a guy that in his peak years in Houston, he was averaging like 22, 23 shots per game. Uh, This year, in the 36 games he played in Brooklyn, it was right around 16 per game. Against Boston in the first round, he was averaging 14 per game. So he's been willing to, to, to step back and still get his buckets, still get his moments, get to the free throw on a lot. But, you know... Be, allow other guys like Kyrie Irving and Durant to play more prominent offensive roles. So for him to go out in that way, you would think would throw the Nets into complete disarray. But to their credit, you know, they got past it early and Blake, to go back to him, was remarkable. That was the best game he's played in a Nets uniform. But for the Bucks to not be able to capitalize that, you know, they're going to have some opportunities here because I don't know if James Harden's going to come back. I mean, they're yeah, that, that's one of those injuries, as you know, that, that can get bad quickly, get worse quickly. So you yeah. got to be careful with bringing a guy back, already ruled out for game two. So you're going to have some opportunity for Milwaukee, but if you do lose this series, game one could have been one of those ones you let get away. Yeah, I mean, most championship teams have another gear. Uh, I mean, the Clippers, we'll get to that in a second. They, they you, you get backed into a corner. As I watched that game, I thought to myself, Oh, Milwaukee doesn't have another gear. This is what they are. They play. They can. They rough. They make ugly it up defensively. You know, Chris Middleton is going to give you nineteen a game. That's kind of what it is. Um, you know, is it the right coaching staff? You know, it's like American soccer fans when they win, the players are great. When they lose, it's the coaching. You know, at some point we can keep blaming Budenholzer, but I, I look at this team and I think. Jesus, I don't know. It it may be an eight out of ten. That's what they are. That's just what they are. I mean, is is there any chance that we have just all because of Giannis's MVPs, we've overvalued their talent? Well, let me ask you this though. Like, did you feel that after the Miami series? Because that was a beatdown. Like that. Well, Bubba- it was. But I thought Miami was lightning in a bottle. Okay, first of all, I'm over. People keep telling me Bam out of Bayou is something special. He averages 19 in game, 14 a game when he faces elite bigs. Mm-hmm. He's the third best player in a team. Miami tries to convince you he's a two. Secondly, Tyler Hero has gone all Miami, not the same player. Duncan Robinson, kind of a one-trick pony. I, I don't think they have a second act. I, I think they're a little like Portland trying to convince us C.J. McCollum's a two. He's probably a four on a really good team. Mm. So it, it was an impressive performance. But it was so easy for Brooklyn to get shots in that second half. Everybody. It was almost, there was there was a moment in the fast break with Kyrie was almost toying with them. And I thought, this is, you watch the tape. I mean, maybe, not that I'm anti-Nets. I, it's funny, I said this a couple of weeks ago, Chris. Adam Silver, I think, privately was rooting against the Clippers last year because of load management. It would have been such an awful look to win. For Brooklyn to cobble this together, if they just roll over Milwaukee and roll over, let's say, in Atlanta or a Philly, 
I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting. I'm a prisoner of the moment. I just, I, I, how does, I don't know if they have another gear in Milwaukee. I don't know if they do. You know, I, I, I kind of do though. I kind of, I kind of do believe. And if this was the exact same team as last year, I'd probably be on more your side of the fence with this one. Um, Eric Bledsoe does not have another gear. Um, you know, some of the piece they had there last season, uh, more regular season type of players than playoff guys. But Drew Holiday, I think, has another gear. And this is a big yeah. series for Drew Holiday. If if Harden is out for the extended period of time, he gets Kyrie throughout. And every player in the league will tell you, including Kevin Durant, that Drew Holiday is all NBA first-team defense. Great defender. I voted for him this year for first-team defense. He has to step up. But I believe he can. I believe he's a difference in this team from last year. And, you know, just talking, and I spent most of the year having this conversation with Bucks coaches and officials. I talked to John Horst about this a lot. Like, there's just a, a, a resounding belief internally that they're a mentally tougher team this year, a better team this year, regardless of regular season record, than they were last year. And I thought they showed that in the first round. I agree with you. Miami, maybe there they were overrated in the bubble because they are just so mentally tough that organization top to bottom is so mentally tough right. that that was an advantage. The Lakers had that advantage too. Was they're a mentally tough team led by LeBron James, but to beat Miami in the way they did it, you know, in four straight, this you know, couple of those games being just pastings, that showed me something. That that showed me this was a different Bucks team. So I, I if Harden's out, I'm still taking the Bucks to win this series. I think they're that good that they're going to win it. Let's go um, to the West. I don't want to make any sweeping judgments on Philadelphia, Atlanta. So yep. I, I want to go into Dallas and um, uh, the Clippers. So when the Clippers were down 0-2 at home, uh, a buddy of mine who's a scout for the Clippers texted me. He goes, we will win this in seven. We figured some things out. And I, I didn't even respond to him. I felt so bad for him. Um, but something developed through the course of this series, and we might as well address it now. Uh, I saw it last year with Dame, not as much this year. Luka looked exhausted. I mean, he's playing one-on-five. I thought in the fourth quarter in the last three games in this series, I just thought Luka looked shot. I mean, and that, you know, he's got that Jokic body. You're never quite sure he's in elite shape. Um, I, so I don't necessarily buy that he he's intimidated by the moment. This kid was a pro in Europe at 14. But it, they really have to get him a two. Porzingis is a wildly overpaid three. Sometimes I think he's a four. Do you make anything out of Luca's fourth quarters, or it, or are you on? You kind of see it how I do is that he's playing against the team. It's one on five for a lot of those offensive possessions. Yeah, and Luca's played every single postseason game that he's played his career against two of the best defenders in the NBA. Like he's going up against. Kawhi and Paul George for every postseason game he's played going back to last season. So, like, that takes something out of you. If you have to not only carry the burden of your team, but do it against a guy like Kawhi, who got a lot of the reps on him, especially in this Game 7, for almost every possession, that's going to that's gonna take something out of you. So, I don't, I don't look at Luka's fourth quarters as being, or even the second, whole second half in this Game 7, as being a type of, of significant issue. But I do agree with you that this is a team, Donnie Nelson on down, they've got to figure out a way to get him help. Did they make a mistake paying Porzingis? 
I don't know, like somebody might have anyway, but Porzingis is not your second option. He can't be. And Tim Hardaway Jr., who was great this year, I don't think he can be your second option on a championship no. team. I, I mean, they're in a very difficult cap situation because Luka's going to get a $200 million extension at the end of this year. Porzingis is on a max deal. Hardaway had such a good season that he's going to get paid from somebody this offseason. They may have to use all their cap space to pay to bring back Tim Hardaway Jr. So it's a tricky situation. And throw in the fact that when was the last time Dallas lured a top free agent? It hasn't happened yeah. in many years. But I know Luka's only 22, but you don't want to start to get this kind of Damian Lillard feel to him, do you? Like, you don't want to get this feel like here is the best offensive player you could possibly ask for, and he's going to have these first and second round exits because that team can't put pieces around him. They've got a longer way to go the Blazers do with Lillard, which is a separate and pretty interesting conversation uh, for, for the future there. But you're starting to get, like, the little seeds of that. Like, all right, you've got this team. You've got Porzingis. Porzingis is kind of McCollum-esque in terms of their stature in the league, and you don't have that number two guy. So it, it's tricky. It, maybe it comes down to draft picks. I mean, they don't have one this year because their pick went to the Knicks in the Porzingis trade, but they've got to find a way to get him the number two or else all the, the greatness of Luka Doncic is going to be wasted year after year. Yeah, it's funny. I, I've, I've, I've addressed this. I've said for years, if I was a free agent, um, uh, Dallas would always be in my top three, right in the middle of the country so you don't have a six-hour flight to Boston or a five-hour flight to Portland. Uh, no state tax. They got a nice setup. You can live in the Ritz-Carlton or Four Seasons or whatever it is right next to the arena. Beautiful girls. No state tax. Mark Cuban takes care of his players. Yet they don't. It, it's a really good point. Dallas does not land free agents. And my theory's always been one of two things. It's thought of as a football state, one. Or two, Cuban is such a star. He takes the, you know, the, the players feel like he takes some shine off them. He is such an overwhelming presence. I'm not saying either is right, but to your point, they have not landed that free agent, and I think it's a great destination. So moving to the Clippers, um, it's such a weird franchise. It was such a weird series, and this is such a weird team. Um, you know, I, 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 I had said this. I, it's a, it's a huge staff. They're well compensated, and this was going to be blown up if they lost this series. I mean, Ballmer paid two billion cash. Many thought this franchise wasn't worth a billion. Then he goes and buys the forum from James Dolan. Most thought he overpaid for it. He doesn't have a history of patience. He's a very dynamic personality. So people escape. I do think. I don't know if Utah, Utah, had no answer for LeBron or Kawhi. Even though I love Utah, Chris, who defends Kawhi in that series for the Jazz? It's going to be a problem. Um, it's a tricky series to project because, well, one, Mike Conley's health is paramount in that. Like, is he at full strength? If he's not, the Clippers have a huge advantage there. Uh, the three-point shooting. You know, the Clippers can give up a lot of three-point shots. The Jazz, record-breaking. Like, they, they'll shoot... Anytime, anywhere. They're the new Houston Rockets, where they're just jacking him up from all over the place. So they can get hot in that sense. But it's a, it's a winnable series for the Clippers. You can put uh, Kawhi and Paul George on Donovan Mitchell and hope to shut him down. And similarly with Utah, who out there is going to help Donovan Mitchell out? If Conley is banged up, 
what can he, is he going to be able to do it? Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year, is he going to be able to do it in the postseason? Joe Ingles, he's had some great moments, but his three-point shot has come and gone at times. I there's plenty of reasons to think the Jazz are going to win because I think they're, you know, they go like one to seven as good as any team left in the playoffs and their chemistry is excellent as opposed to like a year ago, March, when it was dysfunctional. Their chemistry right now is excellent. I think that really matters. But the Clippers entered this as in a winnable situation and they still have to, Look, they still have to get to the conference finals before anybody's really safe out there. Like this, that was a you know a brief reprieve in beating Dallas in the first round. But the second round matters just as much for everybody in that organization. Uh, but I think that you know a lot of pressure comes off them for how they were able to dig deep, do things that nobody thought they were going to be able to do, and now they've got some momentum going into this series. So you know, to me, it's it's very much a coin flip type of series, which is really all you can hope for as a as a Clippers team going up against the top seed. All right, three teams I want to address. The Celtics, your just to capsulize the Brad Stevens replacing Danny Ainge, your guess or knowledge, insight on who would be the next Celtic coach. You know, as far as Brad Stevens replacing Danny Ainge, my issues with it are directly tied to the fact that I believe wholeheartedly that they could have had Sam Presti. Sam Presti, the Oklahoma City Thunder GM, arguably the best in basketball. He is from Concord, Massachusetts. He played college basketball at Emerson College in Boston. The Celtics might be his kind of dream job, and he's been in Oklahoma City for so long they were the Sonics when he took over them, you know, back in the uh, early 2000s. So I believe that Sam Presti was there for the taking if you were the Celtics. And if you have an opportunity to have Sam Presti as your GM and Brad Stevens as your head coach, by the way, those two, tremendous relationship. Sam Presti actually kicked around the idea of hiring Brad Stevens back in 2012, like when... The Thunder went to the finals. There was some thought within the organization that Brad Stevens was going to come in and replace Scott Brooks. Like, it never came about because Scott did a tremendous job with that team, but that's how much Sam Presti loved Brad Stevens. So that dynamic could have worked. So, you know, people can talk about there are layers to it. You don't understand this, you don't understand that. All right, you could have had top three GM in all of basketball. A coach, in my opinion, still top five or six in all of basketball. And you don't do it. You replace Danny Ainge, a veteran decision maker, with Brad Stevens, who is brilliant, has one of the best basketball minds I've ever been around, but is a complete novice in that job. And now you're going to go out and hire a coach, and I'm not sure which way they're going to go, except I've been hearing that they're leaning towards hiring an ex-player, uh, someone that would contrast a little with what Brad Stevens has been for that team over the last eight years. I've heard Ime Udoka an assistant coach in Brooklyn who has, uh, it was considered a rising star in the coaching ranks from San Antonio to Philadelphia, uh, now working in Brooklyn. Darvin Ham is someone that's been making name for himself yeah. uh, in Milwaukee. There's going to be, there's going to be a wide net, I think, cast over the next couple of weeks. But I do believe an ex-player is the way they're going to go. And look, Colin, maybe that works. Like maybe Brad is the next Pat Riley or the next Sam Presti or whatever he is. Maybe he's the next great basketball executive, but I know Sam Presti, who is like 45 or something like that, it was out there, had spent a decade plus in Oklahoma City, 
had built them into, you know, to the, as close to the mountaintop as you could get them and would probably feel comfortable leaving in the position he'd put them in, where they have 18 first-round picks through 2027. Shea Gildas-Alexander, Lou Dort, they've got a GM in waiting in Rob Hennigan, who has been kind of lined up to take that job in the event that Sam decided to leave. Not getting him, to me, and not even, not even attempting to get him. I mean, they made this move... What, a day after the season ended? They elevated Brad, and when Danny walked away, not even having the conversation, I think was a mistake. Is Rick Carlisle doesn't appear to be in trouble? Mark Cuban addressed that after the series. Is Frank Vogel in any trouble? So here was my interpretation of the Jason Kidd stuff. Because there's always something when it comes to to Jason Kidd. Yeah, the Portland stuff, like Jason Kidd's name in the mix. He's going to be in the mix. He was... (laughs) Somebody connected to Boston, that was never going to happen. <laughs> but the, like him being out there, part of me wondered was this kind of a way for Jason Kidd to get the Lakers job? Because, you know, since Frank Vogel was hired and had Jason Kidd kind of shoehorned onto his coaching staff, we've all been talking about, you know, Jason Kidd eventually taking over. Now, he never had the opportunity in that first year because they were great from start to finish. They won a championship. Frank was excellent, coach of the year type of candidate. Uh, this year, the way the season finished, even though no one with a sane mind can say any of it was Frank Vogel's fault. I mean, right. you lose AD for half the season, LeBron for the longest injury stretch of his career, Dennis Schroeder, all the issues that he had this season, then the playoffs and what happened there. Um, I've wondered if that's, you know, a way for a, the camp of Jason Kidd to put any pressure on the Lakers, say, well, look, he might get a job somewhere else you better hire him here. He's LeBron's guy. They've been friends since the you know, playing days. Uh, I wonder about that. I I don't believe the Lakers want to do that or are going to do that, but that was how I interpreted uh, the Jason Kidd, all the Jason Kidd stuff in the news over the last couple of days. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on-and-off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. 
Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. LeBron can't stand being on the floor with Kyle Kuzma. Schroeder's gone because of his contract. He'll be too much money. Andre Drummond's not under contract. Trez Harrell is apparently in the doghouse. I don't know what that is. He's a quirkier personality. Um, they're going to look completely different. You know, I heard, I know uh, somebody in LeBron's camp told me three years ago, LeBron loves sort of the adult seriousness, the composure of Bradley Beal. I, I do think it pissed LeBron off when AD showed up out of shape this year and tried to play himself into shape because I think LeBron, without even saying it, fairly obvious 18th year condensed schedule it's like brother I'm going to play about 55 games I want to play about 28 minutes I, I I you know listen it's clutch sports so you know LeBron is family with AD I do think deep down LeBron is sitting to himself thinking god I can't get a break Kyrie left me was a flake D Wade fell apart physically Kevin Love got hurt I I the Laker team will obviously look different do you see any big play, or is it going to be LeBron, AD, on a bounce back here with a longer? I mean, let's face it; they're going to get a really long layoff because they're bounced out in the first round. Do you see any big swings elsewhere in that roster? I just don't know how you get it. I, I mean, you talk about Bradley Beal. If the Wizards shop Bradley Beal this summer, every deal has to be compared to what Boston could offer with Jalen Brown, like. The Celtics, you know, because of, you know, Beal makes sense for the Celtics. You know, the relationship with Jason Tatum, he's 27 years old. They're kind of on the same, similar similar timeline. So you've got yeah. to be able to trump a Jalen Brown offer, at least. That, that's just, that's the kind of the, the bar at this point. I don't know how the Lakers do that. I don't know how to do anything without giving up Anthony Davis. And right. I don't think they're not going to do that. So I, I don't know what they can do. And, and frankly, I'm not so sure that, having any kind of of knee-jerk reaction to this season is the right move for them. Like, Schroeder is and can be a massive pain in the ass. Like, there's no question about it. Like, he's got he's, he's got some stuff. But he's an excellent player. Like, he really yeah. is. Like, and, and, and I think if you re-sign him to a, to a, a big deal, you're probably going to get your money's worth. Like, I think he's a good guy. Kuzma, who knows? He's never really quite fit in to that, to that team. Not with LeBron. No, no. And I wouldn't hesitate, though, to bring Drummond back on the right deal. Like, Drummond, I don't know what the marketplace is going to look like for the guy, but he only played, what, seven, eight games with the star players during the regular season. And we know that Davis loves having that big, burly guy alongside him, at least during the regular season. he hates playing a five. Hates it, hates it. So, like, Drummond can be Dwight Howard 2.0 if they can get him at, at a reasonable price. I mean, I just, I keep looking back to where this team was you know, before things fell apart injury-wise. They're right there in the top three in the Western Conference. I just, 
I think if they can bring this band back together and they're healthy, there's no reason to believe they can't be top three in the Western Conference again. And a healthy LeBron, a healthy AD in the playoffs, I mean, are we really betting against them? Like, I, I, I certainly wouldn't if they get that far. All right, Chris Mannix, great boxing, great NBA, about 40 minutes. Hope you enjoyed it. At The Volume Sports, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, rate, review, and subscribe. Easy lift. How great. We love can having we, you, Chris. Can we, can we have, before we go, can we have one brief conversation about Damian Lillard here? Like, sure. Like, sure. Do you, does this not feel like a, a moment for Damian Lillard? Like, n- not just because of the stuff, he's, he, he's kind of putting some stuff out there that makes me believe he's ready to go. Like, he had this Instagram post where he posted the Nipsey Hustle line about how often do I yeah. have to, you know, I, I won't try to paraphrase it because I'm not that cool. But the, um, and then he has, <laughs> and then he goes out and he tells Chris Haynes, I want Jason Kidd to be the next head coach. He's basically backing the Blazers up against the wall. I don't know how you feel about this, but if I'm Portland, I have a serious conversation with Damian Lillard about moving him because as great as he is, he's 30 years old, and that contract gets bad in future years. So this might be the time. He was banged up a little bit this year, you know, dealt with some some nagging injuries. There's going to come a time when you can't trade Damian Lillard. At least you can't get more than 50 cents on the dollar for him. Now's the time you can get a buck five, you know, for Damian Lillard. So, Unless you and and beyond that, like they just lost to a Denver team without its second best player. Like, how do you go into the offseason thinking that you are going to be a contender next year if Zach Collins comes back? Like, I, I don't I don't understand it. Like the, the, the they 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 to me, and it's almost sacrilegious to suggest this in Portland, but you know, I, I look back at what Boston did when they were smartly cut ties with with Pierce and KG and Rondo and those guys and maximized their value at that time. And that enabled them to get to the decent position, at least, that they're in today with Tatum and Brown. I think you have to have that attitude if you're Neil O'Shea and the Blazers. Like, you have to, you've got to be cold-blooded in that position. If there's a godfather offer out there, you know, one team that looks at Lillard as being a difference maker, whether it's New York or LA, wherever it may be, you've, in my opinion, you've got to at least explore it. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I don't think I, – I think um, because of the Walton, Bowie, Brandon Roy, Greg Oden injuries, they're so snake but as a franchise that to move Damien, who is tough, healthy, loyal, and great, I think it's asking Portland moves at a very slow speed. They usually get things right, but they move at a very – slow speed and that's a big ask for Portland Damian Lillard is the franchise listen I would keep him and Norman Powell maybe Covington I'd move everybody I'd move the whole franchise but but the the question you know you know he and Norman Powell that works for me mm. everybody else I'd move I I Listen, everybody wants Damian Lillard. If, if, if What's his contract situation right now? How many, wh- what like is it through, right now? I would say it's through 2025 when it gets north of 50 million on those so, player options. So basically Portland, Neil O'Shea would have to have a big brass pair of you-know-what. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think they I don't think they have it in them. I don't. And I, I live there. Mm-hmm. It, they're, they're one of the, they, they struggle moving off far less beloved players. They just, they just don't. And, you know, it's Oregon football and Blazer basketball. Um, and, and, you know, Terry Stotts, 
you knew he was dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just knew it was over. Somebody's got to take the heat. I don't even know the kind of deal you could generate. Listen, I'd love to see Luca and and if I was Mark Cuban, I'd give away everything to get Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what kind of deal can be. Listen, Jimmy Butler in Miami, Pat Riley's a deal maker. Mm-hmm. But what do they have? I mean, again, I would give up Bam out of Bayou. I'd give up Tyler Hero. I'd give up Duncan Robinson. That just doesn't feel like none of those guys have the it that Dame does. God, Dame's a good businessman. Yeah, he's so cool. He's. I just. I can't see what in God's name could Portland get back that the fans would even be warm to. Forget oh, no, you're, buy you're, it. You're pissing off the fans no matter what. But sometimes you got to do that if you're a general manager. Like you've got to deal with short-term backlash if you truly believe there's long-term game. And you have to look at it, at least I do now, in like this three-year window where that's, I think, the next three years or where Dame is still going to be top five, top ten player. And do you have the horses there? Like, you can make these trades. Like, C.J. McCollum, you can move this offseason, but what are you getting back for him that makes you a championship contender? And if you're not a championship contender, and you, you know Portland better than I do, are you okay with just maxing out maybe in the second round for the next few do you years. do you do you buy Anthony Simons do you do you um it, yeah. is he's very talented but do, how far away is he he's at least and I, I hate uh, Fran, the old Fran Fraschilla line two years away being two years away but he's probably two years away from being able to contribute at the highest level I think okay, he's still okay. so young yeah if he was if he was ready to play you know then it gets more interesting yeah but you you I I can't even think of a deal that works. I, I can think of t- 28 teams that would take him. Yeah. I can't think of anybody you could get in return. You'd have to have somebody. Well, you'd have to get, uh, let me just say, you'd have to get, if you're going to get a guy, you'd have to be a guy that you have control over, right? Like you're not going to trade Lillard and a Bradley Beal swap because Bradley Beal will walk out the door in a year. So you've got to get, in the way Oklahoma City got Shea Gilders-Alexander in that Paul George deal. They got Shea, knowing he's on a rookie deal, all that. Boston, Jalen Brown, kind of similar situation. Um, you could move him there. Tyler, like the, the pieces they have in Miami are certainly movable. I, I, If you're not going to do it, I think you at least have to explore it. I think you have to at least kick the tires on it because I don't know the pathway this team has to winning a championship. That's not what it's all about. And maybe this is just me growing up and being in Boston and seeing what Ainge did. Like seeing like, look, we can get to the second round with Pearson KG for a couple more years and like let them retire as Celtics. Or we can go fleece Brooklyn and get our team the kind of draft assets it needs to rebuild on the fly. And maybe that's what it's going to be all about. Maybe it's about draft assets from a team because all it takes is one to be so crazy and so eager to get their hands on Damian Lillard that they'll do what the Clippers did what the Nets did, what other teams have done, and just give up the store to get your guy. Well, or you get lucky. Paul George has a horrible series against Utah. Clippers lose. Then you can start giving, you know, C.J. McCollum. Then you could give the Clippers, you have your wing and Kawhi. If Paul George stinks it up against Utah, that's who I go after. Mm. I give Damian a solid because it's not a very good defensive team. Everybody can score, nobody can defend. Covington's pretty decent defender, but I, I think I would go after Paul George. I would kick the tires on trying to get Paul George. I, if I'm Neil O'Shea, I cross my fingers. Paul's brutal against Utah. Utah wins, and you know, as you said earlier, Balmer will blow something up. Kawhi's going nowhere. He'll move 
some pieces. That's that's to me, <laughs> and I'm I'm a, a big believer in big swings. I I don't know what the town would do. Dame is almost close to Steph Curry beloved. I mean, that's how close it is. I mean, L.A. could give or take LeBron this morning. I feel that way. They really, <laughs> same with Kawhi. I, I really do. Steph in Golden State, Luka in Dallas. You just don't, I mean, Philadelphia could get rid of Embiid or Simmons if they lose this series. Mm-hmm. Dame is, it's a tough chip to move to me. We all know the close relationship Dame and Paul George have from over the years. <laughs> Of those Oklahoma City <laughs> battles, the, the that was a bad. Yeah, they've got an interesting history. I don't disagree with you that it's that it's difficult, if not impossible, to cobble together a deal, and difficult, if not impossible, to deal a player of that stature in that community. I'm just a big believer in the philosophy that if you're not if if you're not in on a path to win a championship, what are you doing? So otherwise, yeah. there's you're better off being at the bottom than you are kind of in the middle of the pack, and and that's. That's sort of the mindset I have with Damian Lillard and the Blazers. Great talking to you, buddy. Nice job. Always. Chris Mannix, folks. Monday pod. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.